0: it's the third thursday of april and you're listening to three minute three r's your monthly recap of efforts to replace reduce and refine the use of animals in research this month we've got some zebrafish refinements plus a refresher on some basics for a bunch of different animals but first id
1: please if you've got a tank full of fish that look identical how do you make sure you can tell them apart the zebrafish research community have tried various tagging methods but until now, there hasn't been a refined and standardised method that can be used on a large scale. In a new paper in Animals, Anita Rutz and colleagues describe such a method for tagging zebrafish, using visible implant elastomer, or VIE. This method is widely used for marking large fish and other aquatic organisms, and involves injecting a small amount of coloured elastomer under the fish's skin. As well as explaining their refined protocol, including appropriate anesthesia and analgesia, routes and colleagues compare it to a previous protocol and show that it offers significant welfare improvements, including a tenfold reduction in mortality following the tagging procedure. With zebrafish being used in thousands of labs around the world, particularly in genetic research, this work is bound to make a big splash.
0: While we are thinking about zebrafish, have you thought about what their tanks look like lately?
2: Zebrafish have rapidly become one of the most common research animal species, with over 5 million fish used worldwide. Currently, most of these fish are housed in barren tanks with no environmental enrichment. But in a recent review in animals, the RSPCA Science Department describes current evidence supporting zebrafish enrichment. Its provision improves zebrafish welfare, behavior, physiology, which can lead to better science. One well-supported and fairly easily implemented enrichment is using an image of gravel on the bottom of tanks. The paper also discusses evidence for social housing, plastic plants, live food, and more. To learn more about the current evidence for zebrafish enrichment, read the full paper online. And finally,
0: a double feature. A lot of different animals turn up in research labs beyond rodents, but regardless of what species you are using, you need to know what's normal and what's not for a given animal in order to accurately interpret any experimental results. How well do you know an animal's anatomy and how it differs from the humans they are intended to model? Is that lesion intentional or a spontaneous occurrence unrelated to the condition you are looking at? To help answer those questions, two papers recently published in the Journal of the Institute of Laboratory Animal Research review the basics for a number of different species. One paper covers some larger critters, including ferrets, beagles, pigs, sheep, and goats, while the second considers common avian and amphibious animals used for different research areas. Want to check on a particular animal? You can find the guides, full of details about anatomy, physiology, and common background conditions for the different species, online. And that's a wrap for April. 3 Minute 3Rs is brought to you each month by the NC3Rs, the North American 3Rs Collaborative and Lab Animal. May we meet you again in May with more 3Rs highlights.